All right. You're rotten, you're stinging no good bums. Let me rub that down. Yeah, there we go. Now we're cooking. We're cooking with ghee. Zombo right here in your brain. And those three tunes were from the uh, this year's Les Robots release. And we heard uh, Salute the One Drop Eddie, Electro Vaudeville Tune, and Setting the Refactory Settings. And yes, it is from uh, this year. So the, uh, we're still in the first four months. Today we're going to wind it down. The first four months, the best music from the first four months of 2023. Zabo right here in your brain. Do I got to explain everything to you? Yes, I do. Because you look baffled. You look baffled. Yes, you do. First off, that was a Kenny Joe rerun that we played before the show. So it is not a request is what he said. So pay no attention to what, you know, nobody pays attention to what he says anyhow. And nobody pays attention to what I say. So it works out very nicely. So this is part of what I used to call the, what's the quarterly report. But I uh, divide the year up every December. I divide the year up in the four-month sections. And I play the best music that I have found in those, those three-month sections. Because it's four report. It's four, so it's three, yeah. Three-month sections. So we're going to finish up the first quarter of uh, 2023 uh, with all the great music that was either re-released, released, or that I just happened to get. How you bums doing? So it's going to be fun. Tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun. I will be DJing at uh, the Upstage Reunion at Cativo. They have a big, uh, big 80s thing. So if you like 80s goth stuff, oh, man, it is like an all-star lineup. All of the, the, all of the like, Pittsburgh's, and me, all of Pittsburgh's most fantastic old-school 80s and goth DJs. Who uh, used to DJ at the Upstage, which was the, the was the it was the Appman place up until 2006 when it closed. Uh, it was just a great place to DJ, and I was uh, one of the last DJs there. I do not think I was responsible for closing the club, but there are rumors. <laughs> and so I got some really great uh, uh, goth and uh, uh, dark wave that I'm going to play that I that I like. Uh, so that's going to be fun. That's that's tomorrow, Saturday at Cativo. That's going to be lots of fun. So it's it's the best thing to do for like a New Year's too. Sure beats New Year's. You know, you go out the day before New Year's. You don't got a thing to worry about. I think that, that December 30th is going to be the new, new New Year's. So that's going to be the new New Year's. So yeah, people are going to start celebrating the 30th. Just kind of getting a jump on the next year. And not avoiding, and avoiding all the price gouging that goes on with the New Year's Eve. So the new New Year's is uh, December 30th. Ah. So let's get into some music. I feel like listening to some music with you. And just hanging out and listening to some music. You want to listen to some music? Because that's why you tuned in, probably, to listen to some music. So we're going to listen to some music right now. Here's uh, something uh, new from the, it's at the Halo Benders. It's uh, Calvin Johnson from Beat Happening and a bunch of other cool stuff and Dub Narcotic. Uh, he's got, the, he did a one-off release, a band called the Halo Benders. And it's called Halo Bender. And we're going to we're, we're play it, like, in one second. That was a second. See? The Halo Benders Heaven Sanders I believe that being sad Cause you have what you had Over your head But you were all Purchased for a week or two Then sell your
There's a few tasty bits from Japan. Uh, brand new. Uh, number Girl was the name of the band, and that's number one. And before that, we heard another neat band out of Japan, Lulu's Marble, with Psycho de Gogo. We heard two tracks from uh, Satan's Pilgrims. And the neat thing was, the first thing we played was, actually, I was at the show, Pats on the Flats, 1999, Satan's Pilgrims with Bamboras. That was a nice show. Uh, that was uh, Frankenstomp. And then from their new album, uh, Go Action. Uh, that one's called Go Action. So uh, an old one and, uh, wow, like 24 years later, uh, 23 years later. Uh, more Satan's Pilgrims, man. How are you guys doing? You guys doing all right? Good. Are you, uh, let's see, you know, taking care of loved ones can lead to plenty of questions. Did you know that? Lead to Like, why the hell am I doing this? That's the first one. Fortunately, there's a place to get answers for you and for them. Find articles, tips, and tools. Yeah, get them tips and tools. Uh, experts and get fellow caregivers who've been in your place. Well, then say, come on back and take my place. Because you've been there, man. That's AARP's Caregiving Resource Center. And that's uh, brought to you by AARP and WRCT. And that's just for you and me. You see? How about your financial future? Because if your financial future is good, you don't need somebody taking care of you. You can hire a bunch of folks, and they can wait on your hand and foot. That's the way to do it. Save up all your money, and then you got people like, oh, my, uh, my butt itches. Can you scratch that for me, please? Thank you. I sure could use a sandwich, but wash your hands first. Well, your financial future means a strong financial future. Don't be the one who gets left behind. <laughs> Scratching somebody else's behind. Feed the pig. Thank you. Think something better than that. More tools and tips. What is it with tools and tips? It's the tools and tips day here on Zombo in Your Brain. Get your tool out and check out the tip. This is the message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs. So there. We're getting tips and tools today. Hopefully you got some tips and tools for Christmas. That's right. Today, man, we're just hanging out. Just you and me. And uh, I'm just recapping all of the the neat little finds of music that I got in the hold of uh, throughout the year. So once again, this is like the first this music I found for the first three months. And it's kind of nice to recap this. Like, cause what I usually do is I, I, I compartmentalize all my music. And then when I do these shows, I try and remember like, oh my God, this is eight months ago. What songs were good on this album? And I usually remember. And it's kind of nice. Um, and, uh, you know, this, this, that's it. It's, it's, it's really kind of cool this way. I, I really like the way that I can get away from the themes. And this is probably going to be a couple more weeks, probably until at least the end of January. At least to the end of, oh God, that's four, that's just four weeks. Maybe into February. That would be what I would think would be awesome. If I could do these re, this recap of 2023, it's going to muscle us through the rest of winter. And the official end of winter is when the time clocks go back uh, in March. So hopefully that'd be great if I can get through all of February and all. Probably unlikely, but I've got a bunch of theme shows all wound up for you guys. I am prepared. This is first time in like forever. I've got like, wow, I got 20 weeks of shows planned and it's not the ABCs. I mean, these are actual shows that are planned. So I've had some time to, to plan. And so can't tell the difference, can you? Just a tip and a tool for you. That's all, baby. Mm -hmm. So, hey, Polkamaniacs are going to be playing out pretty soon, and they're going to be featuring their new female singers, the Pepper Sisters. 
And that is going to be at Moon Dogs. And that is going to be January the 7th, Friday, January the 7th. So, right, y'all stay home, stay home, hang out, and then start celebrating the New Year's early. Uh, Moon Dogs uh, in Blanox, uh, the Polkamaniacs. And that is going to be uh, Friday, February the 7th. And then, of course, we got the big thing going on tomorrow at the Cativo. It is the Upstage Reunion, where uh, all of the cool uh, DJs from. Uh, that did the all the 80s and goth nights in uh, from actually probably starting like an 80, I think probably starting like 86, 87, and went all the way to 2006. So it was a, a lot of the DJs are just, it's gonna be neat. Gonna be playing all kinds of, I'm gonna be playing all kinds of like, I got a couple sets, I'm doing some dark wave, some really cool uh, dance stuff, some fun stuff, and some groovy stuff. Yeah. Well, here's something uh, other, I think it's out of Brazil. Uh, song Pelo Malo, and it's called Lach. So there you go with that. So we're gonna get and play some more music. I should tell you about some shows on this station. We got some other shows on this station.
Oh, I love that tune. Uh, a nugget from about 10 years ago, and I finally got a, a, a copy of it. Uh, it used to be here at the station, and uh, I've somehow like, I've managed to get a, a copy of it on my own now. Uh, I, there's just so much stuff. It's a band called La Sans Coulette, which means Those Without Pants. And that was Sa Sabine. Uh, I played the hell out of that tune when it was in the uh, WRCT uh, bin. Uh, so, or the sub bin. <laughs> 
And um, there's a little tip and tool for you. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that was kind of nice. So like I'm saying, just rediscover that album this year. Uh, and uh, and let me tell you the other stuff we played. Once again, this is recapping 2021. Yeah, Man or Astro Man, Microverses from the uh, latest, not the latest, but they're coming out with all kinds of 45s now and all kinds of like uh, singles. And, and uh, it's not re-release stuff. It's uh, three of the original members of Man or Astro Man. And that was Microverses from the 45, Microverses. Before that, we heard Nicks and the Nothings doing Caveyard and uh, from Brazil, Pelo Mano. Doing wah, uh, that little uh, noisy bit of a surf thing for you. Zombo right here in your brain, just recapping 2023, hanging out with you guys and just enjoying the taint of the year. That is correct. Taint Christmas, taint New Year's. So the wonderful taint of the year, just recapping and hanging out. So as the year progressed, of course, I did find more and more mashups. So I got two mashups for you guys. So if you don't like mashups, you can just kind of disappear. But these are good ones. You know, I, I, I really, you got to understand, there's so many bad mashups out there. And, you know, to find a good one is still a nice thing. But uh, the, the, there's a lot of turds out there. All right, hey, let me tell you about some of the other shows here on the station. Preheated, let the stress rest and the dough rise. We're baking up delicious beets to a golden brown perfection every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Now, now, that is a good promo. That is a very good promo. Someone put some thought into that. Of course, you don't know what the show is about. But it gets you, gets you curious. And then there's womp womp to womp. or This is like the other side of the coin. Womp womp or to not womp. Tune in as DJ V3M fills your day with moody, whiny songs from the heart Thursdays at 2 p.m. WSD. There's your example of not so good of a promo. I wouldn't turn tune into Womp Womp, but I would tune into Preheated just out of curiosity's sake. You know, just because it's like that kind of a thing. And I'll, let's see. And uh, let me tell you about the alternative radio program. They provide information and analytics and the views that are frequently ignored or distorted in the corporate media. Mondays, 10 to 11 a.m. Who to believe these days? You know, that, that's really, uh, if, if somebody's telling you, here's, here's how you do this. If somebody's telling you it's raining outside and somebody tells you it's not raining outside, you don't take the opinions of both these people and say, oh, really? Let's debate this. Oh, let, let, me, let me hear your views on why it's raining. You go out and you figure out if it's raining or not outside. And there's the truth. Don't, you know, sadly, with all the deep fakes and all the AI and all that stuff now, they really want to blur the lines of what exactly, what is real and what is uh, fabrication. And it is bizarre, isn't it? Like, uh, hey, I, you know, luckily, luckily, and I do give money to Wikipedia because I still believe Wikipedia. I still think Wikipedia is... That and Snopes, I think, are, are the two places you can go to to find out if stuff is like really, really, real, real. So uh, that's one thing I, I really think that those, those two um, sources of information. And sometimes just getting stuff off the AP wire, that's not bad either, or The Guardian. You know, usually you'll get better news from another country, which is really bizarre when you think about it. You know, get The Guardian from England and go, oh, yeah, what do you know? I didn't know that happened. And then you go and you go, oh, yeah, that got glossed over. It was like page nine after like all these celebrity deaths. They really pushed the celebrity deaths up to the top of the uh, news feed. So everybody goes, oh, man, that's too bad about Tom Smothers. Who Tom Smothers, I got to say, is one of my big influences as far as uh, 
as far as my comedic timing and my uh, my attitudes towards towards funniness. Tom Smothers, just really great, really had a really great kind of like twisted, kind of smart dumb guy. Uh, Seb do the dumb guy stuff, great. That vacant stuff, but you know he was, you know, it was kind of a put on, and the guy was just a, a, a genius comedian. I really think uh, I really, and that was really formative. Like growing up watching Smothers Brothers, I really do think that what they had to say, what it, it, it's that wonderful line. There's very few comedians that uh, are out there, very and no, really, no television shows that I know that really grapple with those kind of. Uh, Thought-provoking type comedy. But boy, Tom Smothers. 86, that's a good run. That's a good run. Let's see, that's always the good cue of you if you had a good life. If you make it to like almost 90 and everybody goes, oh, I'm sorry to see he goes. That's sad. You go, wow, how much longer do you want to do the last? But, you know, if the guy's like 80 and you go, yeah, whatever. Yeah, time was up. But whatever. Uh, you want some mashups now? Yeah, because we got our we got some promos out of the way, and we got our celebrity we got our celebrity death thing, our celebrity death news, and uh, no, I'm not gonna play any Smothers Brothers on the on the radio. That was so cool. Cause that was really smart though, because they took like Americana folk music, and they gave it a real um, uh, philosophical, which there's some in there, but a modern philosophical twist, and brought it to. Uh, you know, brought it into like modern day politics of the time and then modern day mores of the time. The writers were like Steve Martin and um, uh, Pat Paulson. Pat Paulson actually uh, ran for president for a while. But uh, yeah, they're, they're, this is a brilliant. And, and, and Mason Williams was on that show or was it Mason Reese? I get those guys familiar, confused. One of, the guys is, uh, one of the guys is like a child actor who did the Life Serial commercials. And the other one was the guy that played classical gas. I get those two guys. I get those two Masons mixed up. And then there's, of course, Mason Jar. Here's a couple mix-ups and mash-ups for you. Zombo in your brain. Recap in 2023. Yeah. Oh, Wednesdays at that very special age when a girl has only one thing on her mind. Boys. On the side. Well, when the sun goes down and the moon I turn into a teenage Google map. Yeah, I cruise through the city and I roam the streets. I'm looking for something that is nice to eat. You better die. 
Yeah, you know that got all the classic earmarks of some groovy uh, uh, mid to late 80s stuff. But that's new. Uh, that was released this year, a band called Hideous Towns. And that's called Don't Forget. Yeah, you got a smidgen of uh, Susie and the Banshees in there, a little bit of Cure, a little bit of like stuff in there. That's neat. I like that. They, uh, there's a whole resurgence of uh, newer goth stuff coming out. Before that, we heard the Happy Cat Disco doing Jump Around All Around the Line, which, of course, mashed up uh, Harry Belafonte and House of Pain. And we heard uh, Gaga Muck. Lady Gaga mixed up with uh, the cramps. That was a nice one, too. Those are the two uh, mashups I, uh, the only two mashups I like from the first three months of 2023 because we're playing all the music that I stumbled across of in 2023. And how are you guys doing? You guys are doing adequate. That is nice. So, yeah, I was talking uh, on the phone, uh, some folks, about uh, Tom Smothers. And uh, interesting quote about Tom Smothers. They were talking about censorship. And he says, the only True censorship is the people's right not to listen. They're, you self-censor. You know, I, I don't want to hear that, so then I'm not going to listen. And I think that is, I think that is very smart, because there's a lot I don't want to hear. You know, there's a lot I don't want to hear. When somebody says, oh, man, you know, my, my grandma just died. I say, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Because I am sorry I'm hearing that. You know, I don't feel good. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Because I'm sorry I'm hearing that. I can't, can't self-censor stuff like that, but at least you can say that you're sorry to hear that. And that is such a great, that's such a great, you know, uh, multi-level statement. So I'm really, oh, you have my sympathy. No, you don't have your sympathy. I'm just sorry I'm hearing it. That's got to be a weird job writing. And there's people that still out there writing sympathy cards. Which is kind of strange when you think, what a job. You go in there and, uh, you know, you write sympathy cards all day, you know. Or are those weird, like, are, are those weird cards they give you at funerals? They're like trading cards, like dead people. Uh, so, yeah, that's strange. You go, oh, yeah, look, I collect them all. Oh, look, it's got stats on the back of that. And it's always kind of the, the, the weirdest picture. That's why you should be proactive now. Pick out the picture you want for your obituary. And your, and your funeral card, if you're going to have a funeral card. Because they always pick out, like, something. Oh, the weirdest ones. There's some dude, like, next to his BMW. And that's, that's the picture. This dude in his BMW. I mean, wow. That's creepy. And then another one's, like, a big smiley thing. You're on the beach, you know. Do you ever think when they're taking that picture, like, yep, that's going to be in my obit. You know, I'll give him a big smile. Look at this car here. Yep. I'm going to be dead here in six months, but I'm going to have a picture of me in this car. That's going to be, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be burned in everybody's retinas. That's the thing. So make sure and pick out, because who picks that out? Like, oh, he looks so happy in this picture. Well, they could have really disliked that picture. A lot of people don't like their picture being took, you know? So make sure, be proactive. Say, this is the picture I want, you know? And it's really funny, really funny. If it, just to pick out like one of your baby pictures. You know, now that it's even current. You know, you're looking in your 70s or 80s. Yeah, here's someone I was in third grade. Oh, man, that's going to get people to look at your obituary and go, oh, man, that poor kid. That poor kid was 86. So that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Or like a picture of a dog. Your picture of your doggy. Or just some surreal thing. A stop sign. What the hell is this doing? That's a guy's obit picture. It's very surreal. He wanted a potted plant next to the stop sign with the sun shining down on a prism. That's what he wanted. Really? This other guy wanted a Rube Goldberg invention. That's his obit picture. 
the thing of a big shoe kicking a gong, and then the gong knocks over a ping pong ball, and then the ping pong ball slips and hits a clown on the head with a mallet. That I, I want that for my obit picture. So keep that in mind. You can do it. Anything. Nobody's going to put you in obit jail because you're already dead. Just make sure you specify that in your will that you want the, some crazy ass obit picture or somebody you didn't even like. That'd be hilarious. Um, or a famous person. Tom Smothers died again? Yeah, no, I wanted Tom Smothers' picture for my obit, that's all. Really? He died? Who's this? I was just like, what? So that'd be pretty funny. Not even have to use yourself, you know? That's one. Or one of your butt. That'd be a good one. Picture your butt. And that'd be an obit, people. But look, see, that's the way you got to go about this. Because nobody thinks about this stuff. And then they got somebody else making your decisions after you croaked. And you end up looking like a real square. Like they write these obits. Actually, I think that was like a, a, um, an exercise that somebody had. I forget who did it, but they had to write their own obituary for like a, a creative writing class. You know, you just kept that. You know? And they're always, they're, they're always say that uh, uh, a really good one, the best obit ever. I wonder if I can find this. Is Leon Redbone. Leon Redbone, the guy who was the singer, I, I think I got that somewhere. Uh, I, I, it's not tattooed on me or anything, but uh, Leon Redbone uh, had a really great um, uh, obit. Let's see what he says here. Um, we got it. Redbone. There it is, Leon Redbone. Uh, where is his? Where is it? It was a really awesome. He had. Uh, yeah, here we go. Here is his. Here is his. Here's Leon Redbone's obit. It's with heavy hearts that we announced this morning, May 30th, 2019 is when he died. Leon Redbone crossed the Delta for that beautiful shore at the age of 127. He parted our world with his guitar, his trusty companion rover, and a simple tip of his hat. That's pretty awesome. And he actually was 69 when he died. And his real name was, believe it or not, Dick Rangoblian. Dick Rangoblian. You can see why he changed it to... Uh, because he was born, I think he was like born in Cyprus or something. Crazy ass dude. But, uh, and actually one of the guys in um, Red Bi red Rice and Bean Combos is actually uh, the keyboard player. Uh, Wayno's trio. Uh, he, he, was this, he was a musical guy. He was piano, played piano with this dude. Toured with the guy for decades. And uh, Leon Redbone, man. That was, that was a guy that really, really did it upright. You know? Same with Tom Smothers. They did it upright. You know, it's see. My thing is, it's just an un, It's one thing to have an uncompromised life, okay? Do things your way. Have the uncompromised life. It's another thing, to 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 be uh, you know, uh, really successful at it, and, and to really like trailblaze your own gig, and uh, that's pretty awesome. That's a good feeling. So those last couple seconds you're alive, you're you're thinking, hey, I did all right. Click. It's about as good as you get, baby. Uh, back to the new music for 2023. Picasso visits the planet of the apes. Zombo in your brain. WRCT in the Pittsburgh.
Man, you know, this song sounded better when I played it three months ago. Must not have been so good. I don't know. It does not knock me out now. It is uh, Gunslingers with Supreme Asphalt. I don't know. Just uh, you listen. To, sometimes you hear stuff in your car and you want somebody else to hear it. And all of a sudden it just doesn't sound as good as when there's somebody else with you. And maybe just me. Girls Against Boys, let's try that. Superfire Zombo recapping 2023 with uh, stuff. Jealous of the people, the people I fall in love with, fall in love with. I'm jealous of the people, the people I try to be more like, try to be more like. I'm even jealous of the people, the people who hate me, hate more. A complete history of sexual jealousy, part 17 to 24. I'm jealous of the man, the man you broke the heart of, broke the heart of. I'm jealous of the man you knew before in a life that I can never be a part of. There's more than meets the eye in the way a stranger meets your eye. I know there's more. Complete history of sexual jealousy, parts 17 to 24. If looks could kill, I'd kill the man whose looks would kill you. If looks could kill. I'm 
And the men who say no competition Know the competition love instills I'm jealous of the people who ask you to ask me Who's keeping score? Complete history of sexual jealousy Part 17 to 24 Jealousy, part 17 to 24. Come into my arms, my lover. Let me be your sanctuary. Come into my arms, my lover, where you no longer have to look at me. Oh, you've been stupid enough to love someone who's hurt you a lot. I hurt you more. Sexual jealousy, a complete history, a complete promiscuity. I'm writing the book on fury and infidelity, part 17 to 24.
Like a boy who 
Yeah, borrowing a lot from uh, Tim Buckley there. Uh, and uh, just a wonderful lush arrangement. New band called Misty Roses. And that's from their album Komodo Dragons, which uh, we actually have here somewhere in the studio because I put it in the computer thing here. And they said, we already got it. Because usually that's what happens I, when I'm making the playlist. And you can actually find my playlist on WRCT.org, uh, all the stuff I play. And um, it is uh, some things come up. As like, oh, we have it in a library here, which very rarely happens. I usually have to input everything out of my show completely. You know, there's nothing that comes up automatically because they, they have maybe about 2% of everything I have uh, here. Uh, hey, we heard before that, we heard uh, Dusty Springfield from a new box set. Uh, of course, it's old stuff. She's dead. Spooky. And the interesting thing about Dusty, Dusty Springfield is that she was longtime partner with, oh, what was her name? She does the theme from uh, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. And, uh, yeah, she actually had a minor hit with Walking My Cat Named Dog, uh, Brazilian. They had a great relationship. They wrote, wrote, she wrote some great songs together. And, uh, yeah, but they had to keep everything on the way down low, way down low. Before that, we heard uh, Momus from uh, a compilation of his greatest hits that came out this year, and that was a complete uh, history of sexual uh, jealousy, 17 through 24. Before that, we heard Girls Against Boys, uh, Super Fire, and Hideous Towns gave us Don't Forget. Zombo here just recapping 2023, and that's the nice thing, you know, because if, if I'm just like recapping it up and it's all old stuff or reissued stuff, after a while, you know, you're not going to like everything I, don't, I play. I don't like everything I play. And if I, well, luckily for me on this side of the radio, if I decide I don't like it, I can just cut it off. But once again, Tom Smothers would say, you're a form of, your right of censorship is to not hear it. So there, that, that works out very nice for everyone. But this show, I think you should listen to because there is some nuggets. We do have nuggets on this show. You know, it, it is like a rich soup. 
Uh, this show is like a rich, rich soup. Unfortunately, sometimes like maybe a, someone will throw like a piece of plastic in there or uh, some shard of glass, and then, then, then there'll be some garlic. You never know what you're going to get. You know, you might get a, a spoonful like, oh, that's delicious. Or it might be like some like old groundhog that, that happened to be in it. You know, whatevs. What do we got here? I got to tell you some stuff here. Tell you how to enrich your life and be a, and be a better poison. So every year, college universities, uh, they experience a growing amount of fire-related See, fire-related emergencies. Talk about first-world problem. Yeah, we have all this fire, these fires, these kids. These kids, yeah, they, uh, they decided they want to, uh, they want to cook in their, their dorm room and, they, and set it on fire. How is, that even, how is that even, number one, nobody listens to this show that's currently in college. Nobody who listens to this show is currently being schooled. Most of the folks that listen to school have just basically found their own path in their life, and they don't need the man, or they don't need no schooling, they don't need no education, they don't need no dark sarcasm, they don't need any of that stuff. You listen to me. We'll get along just Jim Dandy. Right? Yeah. 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 Here we go. Oh, man. God, these are so depressing. Wish there was some nicer ones here, but I got to tell you, every day in the developing world, children are dying from preventable and treatable illnesses. And it's not like we can't feed kids. It's just that we can't satisfy billionaires. We just can't satisfy rich people. That's why there's so many starving people and starving kids, because we can't satisfy rich people. It's never enough. And that's, that's the thing I always think is kind of funny. And it's all started when you're a kid. When you're a kid, this is the, the one thing I would instill. One thing I would instill. I was dumb enough to ever have children. The one thing I would instill is share your toys. Share your toys with your friends. Share your toys with people you don't even know. If you get your kid sharing their toys very early on, you'll find they'll grow to be a very more, a more giving person, a more trusting person. Even if you know, they get, you know, someone breaks their toys or something, you know, or runs off with it or steals it. It's just a thing. The fact is you taught this kid how to share and how to be a, a you know, a, a more open human being rather than someone that, uh, you know, teaches their kid, uh, you know, don't play with those kind of kids here. You stay in your yard. You stay in your, I'd let my kid play in traffic. Then again, the kid would probably make it about eight years old and get hit by a bus. That just kind of like, cause it's a pretty reckless, I'm a be a pretty reckless parent. Where's your kid at? Oh, I don't know. I left him at the swimming pool. He's four years old. You left him alone in the swimming pool? Yeah, but I told him not to go in the deep end. If he goes in the deep end, he drowns, and then he learned a valuable lesson. He'll never do that again. So needless to say, uh, save the children. As a local health worker, the life-saving care, visit Good to Go or whatever. Just save the kids. All right, go to Good to Go. Go, go get them. Go, go, gorilla. Okay, let's see here. Oh, boy, now we got kids in foster homes. And they seek permanent homes. I, you know, I got to be blunt with you. I, 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 I'm more into taking stray animals in. Taking a stray animal in rather than taking a stray kid in. That's just more my speed. Maybe that's just me. That is a huge ass commitment. Because, why? Because my parents didn't teach me how to share my toys when I was a kid. That's why I'm a rotten, selfish, no good dude. Because my parents didn't teach me how to. I don't really have any friends. So there you go. Well, needless to say, there are a lot in uh, perm. They need permanent homes, and they need a strong desire uh, to find first-time parents. Parents are ready to have kids, or whatever you like to explore adoption. Go to the Dave Thomas Foundation of Beginners Guide. Uh, ask DFAT. So there you go. So yeah, so I, I'm more like taking a stray animal in. The cool thing is, like, about having a stray animal, thing bites you or does something. You know what? I don't want this guy. 
Uh, give me another one. I got a, We got a cat once. I had this cat a week. I picked the cat up, and the cat just lunged and just chomped my face. I'm like, well, you know, Seymour is going back to the pound. You know, Seymour just wasn't. And they, they understood. They go, yeah, we know uh, Seymour wasn't really a good house guest. We're going to have to re, you know, foster him and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, we gave this guy a great home. And the first thing this dude did was take a chomp out of my face. I'm like, dude, this ain't happening. If you're going to do this like a week in, and it was just me picking him up being his buddy. Say, hey, let me give you a snack. So for me, if a kid does that, say, hey, let's go for a ride. You pick a kid up and he hits you in the nuts. You're going to say, oh, man. Then you'd like to return the kid. Sorry. This kid's going to do this the rest of his life. Bye. Bye. So I really do think that would probably make raising a child a lot easier if you could, like, return them. You know, that would, that would, be, that would probably be really good. Just bring them back to the hospital. This kid ain't working out. <laughs> Sorry. This kid ain't working out. Sorry. There's some people that do that, but I think it just be, should be more of a, an open thing. Because then there'd be more people that want kids. And it'd be easier to adopt a kid. You know, there's people that got to adopt a kid. They got to, like, fill out forms. It's years and years and years. And But any dope can have a kid. That's the thing that, that I think is hilarious. The people that want kids got to jump through a million hoops to get a kid. But you get some, you know, some dope. Oh, whoop, look what happened. Look what fell out of me. I'll be darned. I didn't even know I was pregnant. Oh, well. Uh, can you change a remote channel on that for me? The remote doesn't work. Can you go change a channel? And that's the other thing. You can't even change channels anymore. You can't even get kids to change a channel. Because without a remote, you can't even change channels on most TVs. That's the thing they, they, they really get you. A lot of these new appliances, they save like 15 cents by not putting like controls on there. They give you a remote. And once the remote's gone, that, that, uh, that, that, that it's inoperable. You know, whether it's a heater, whether it's a television set, uh, a toaster, it's all these little remotes. And once you lose the remote, you absolutely uh, try it. Just try that. Just try and put your remote away and then try and figure out how to turn on your appliances. And your and your it's just horrible. But you know what? First world problem, not an issue. Prop your toe bones up and relax. Here comes the horse. Oh, man. And this tune was made originally uh, famous by Cliff Nobles and company. And, man, this guy killed it with this uh, song. This is done by Don and the Quixotes, or, 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 or known in Pittsburgh as Don and the Quixotes. And so, anyhow, so he ended up being a bus driver in Norristown, PA, man, because the record company just just really sour boosted him. So he ended up being a bus driver. But boy, he came out with this golden nugget. But here's Don the Coyotes covering it. The horse.
They reissued the big giant box set of uh, Beat Happening. Yeah, I don't know who bought that, but I like it. But I would not spend, you know, $80 for like the seven albums they put out. That was Nancy Sin uh, by Beat Happening. Before that, uh, one of the newer albums that came out this year, Bass Drum of Death, doing Find It and Don and the Quixotes or the Quixotes. Depends on how you pronounce that. I still like Quixotes. I like Quixotes better because it makes more sense. Where's the Quixote? It's got to be spelled different. To me, it says Quixote. You know? And that was the horse. And you listen to Zombo here. It's all new stuff. All new old stuff, too. This is kind of fun. When I uh, worked in the record store uh, in the 80s, everybody always clamored for the free promotional records. You know, this is stuff that the record companies, they, they drill a hole in it, and they give you a free copy to play, especially if it was like, you know, a newer artist or something they were trying to promote, and they give you like, you know, you play it in the store. But usually what would happen, these would never get played in the store. They'd get played in the store once, and then we'd kind of like fight over who could steal it and bring it home. And uh, the case with this next band, a band called Christmas. The interesting thing is nobody really liked this band at the record store I worked at, but me, I was like, man. This is really good. They went on, Christmas went on to be Combustible Edison. Uh, so it's uh, uh, the Kudahe brothers, Liz Cox. They went on to do uh, uh, that great lounge band, uh, Combustible Edison. But before that, they were a band called Christmas. And they just wrote some really nice, melodic, offbeat uh, 80s music, which kind of is just just really a, a good listen to. They had uh, clever lyrics. The album titles were great. The first album was called In Excelsior Day Glow, and the other one was Ultra Prophets of the 
uh, something psychic. But needless to say, these two albums went nowhere. Well, they went into my collection. Anyhow, here's Loved One. Uh, we're going to do two songs by the band, and they're, they were called Christmas. So I guess as close to Christmas music as you're going to get.
go that's how it ends human chain by christmas and also the loved one christmas two older records i finally got uh, digital copies of so that's really nice to hear that again i might as well play this in the background because i don't think we're going to get through this whole thing because they released a bunch of stuff by chrome and i still have a soft spot in my head for chrome uh some they kind of like it was kind of like somewhat like side it was kind of like the they, they actually called themselves like cyberpunk which, uh, and that was like in the 80s. They came out on like Ralph Records with the residents. And then they, uh, they're st- uh, actually, uh, Helios Creed, one of the guys still touring. They were one of the original members of Chrome. There's something about him I like, you know. It's the cyberpunk kind of thing, I guess. So this is kind of cool. Winding down. So by noon, I will have the first three months of 2023 recap, which is nice. We're going to get into the uh, second quarter of 2023 and this is all music that i that that i found it, it was either re-released uh uh brand new or uh like you know compilation box sets anything so uh, that's that's kind of neat so and that's that's what that's what i really like and like i'm saying this is probably going to be about four or five more weeks and don't forget i guess in february too massive music weekend is going to happen so i got to actually plan for that that's like in uh, early February. But other than that, we're just hanging out. Tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun, man. It's going to be a Cativo. It's the Upstage Reunion. If you haven't ever been to the Upstage Reunion, it is a total Pittsburgh thing. Uh, it's all the DJs that were like the 80s, New Wave, and Goth DJs from this incredible club called the Upstage. It used to be the Upstage, and there was another section called Laga. And uh, they were, uh, oh, and, and they had like, it was just, it was great. Now it's, I think, a, believe it or not, it's like a condo. The condo's not that hard to believe it, but it's a condo and a grocery store. A condo and a grocery store. So uh, that's, the, uh, that's the extent of what the uh, upstage is. So, uh, yeah, it was. But anyhow, I'm going to be DJing there as part of uh, all of the DJs that DJ there for anywhere from like the late 80s to the, late, to the mid-2000s. Like well, like 2006 is when a closed club closed. It's gonna be great. All kinds of great classic 
new wave goth and dance stuff. And that is a Cativo tomorrow. And I, I DJ a set. I start. It starts at 8 o'clock. I got one of the first sets. But I have a couple sets there, so it's awesome. So needless to say, let's finish up a little bit of this chrome and then uh, be back with you bums in a second.
There you go. We are uh, uh, recapping 2023. And we just finished. We got one more song. And then uh, uh, we're going to get into the second quarter of 2023. Uh, that was Cleaners from Venus, not Thomas Dolby, as the Melnick might have just thought it was uh, Thomas Dolby. I thought it was Thomas Dolby. He thought it was Thomas Dolby, but alas, no, it was not. Let me get a little more volume on there. There you go. Uh, it was a band called Cleaners from Venus, and they were one of these cassette bands. If you remember, like the whole cassette craze in the 1980s, there were bands that couldn't get really signed to a label. Mm-hmm. So what they would do is they would just put out cassettes on their own. Yeah. And this band actually still does like home recordings, and it's good stuff. But they've been doing it for 40 years. But I, th- I think they ought to contact Thomas Dolby for a noise reduction. They should. There was a little bit of tape piss on that bad boy. I think that, so. That, that was the dead giveaway. We heard Chrome, Meet Me in the Subway, and I have uh, one more tune from... Uh, by the way, what is there any particular music that you got into in 2023? Any new... Uh, anything that did anything for you? No. <laughs> no, at the beginning of... I, I thought I was going to return... turn to radio at the beginning of this year to 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 please the crowd, but I realized I didn't want to return the radio. I wanted to return the radio. <laughs> So I returned the radio. And to so ra- the radio show. The radio. No, yeah, I turned it. To, 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 I saw. I don't. I don't listen to the radio anymore, except you. I just do it streaming over the internet. Yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, there are some folks that listen. It's interesting about the signal of this station. It's pretty weird because it, it, it's like this weird ellipse because like it goes up as far as cranberry. Oh, it does. They still don't get it in Cranberry, but it, it does broadcast. <laughs> well, they don't get it for a variety they of reasons. They don't get it for other reasons. And then uh, I think a South, it doesn't go that far than East and West. Is. But needless to say, it's almost like it points to, directly uh, towards Cranberry. All roads lead towards Cranberry. <laughs> hey, yeah. can you do me a favor and, yes. and read uh, those two PSAs for me? So I have the Melnick in the studio here with me, and he's going to help me with uh, two of the PSAs. Oh boy, this one's really appropriate to me. If you have, if you have experienced extreme exhaustion for six months or more, coupled with difficulty sleeping and concentrating, body pain and flu-like symptoms, you could have chronic fatigue syndrome. Or you could have the flu. Well, I have chronic dipsy doodleitis. Oh, the dipsy doodle gets you if you don't watch out. Yeah, they thought it was chronic fatigue, then they thought it was long COVID. No, it's chronic dipsy doodleitis. Oh, nuts. So, but anyway, for those of you who don't have chronic dipsy doodleitis, wasn't that the Flintstones yeah. dipsy doodleitis? <laughs> uh, CFS affects more than four million Americans. Now, when they did that in Spanish, did they say dipsy doodleitis in Spanish? I didn't watch that episode. In oh, Spanish. never mind. Sorry, my mistake. Just had to ask. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that's I, the thing. I, I that's still the thing. kept my TV. I still have my TV. Oh, good, good. But, good. but I got rid of the radio. Got rid of the radio. So yeah, I got to tell you, one of one of Melnick's pastimes is watching the Flintstones in Spanish on YouTube. And how did that ever come about? Uh, just practicing my Spanish, my and, and oral the, skills. And the Flintstones just happen to be just the right. It's better than Duolingo or anything. It's better. It's better. Los Pica Piedras. Yeah. And what, what was that? Was Barney's name? Uh, oh, I forget what he called him. You know. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a pretty derogatory term. It's like shorty or something. Oh, you know what he calls him? In Spanish, he calls him enano, which means dwarf. <laughs> That instead of like shorty or whatever he calls it, but I don't forget his real. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he's called Barney, but I mean like his name name. But he uh, Fred calls him Anana, which means like dwarf. <laughs> anyway, well, that's uh, are those subtitled or you just have to figure them out? I, I uh, they're not subtitled. Now, why just did they do the Jetsons? They yes, you can find the Jetsons. You can find Johnny Quest. You can find a lot of cartoons like retro cartoons uh, dubbed in Spanish. But Flintstones, uh, how are the voices? Pretty similar. Uh, Does he go yabba dabba do? Uh, I think so. I think he says, "Ay caramba, yabba dabba do." Yeah, "Ay caramba, yabba dabba do." 
I, I got you. I'm sorry. Let's get to the next one. Compulsive eaters. Yeah. Okay. So we we. Do you remember the Flintstones episode where he was the compulsive eater? I do. Goink, 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 goink. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. His partner would stop him from compulsively eating because he had to lose weight to win a contest. Yeah. And then there was Bet and Freddy. If you remember Bet and Freddy. It's just amazing the yeah. things that the Flintstones actually covered that ended up being like, wow, that is a real issue, you know, uh, compulsive gambling and compulsive eating. Yeah. So yeah. could you do that in Spanish? No. Okay. Then do it in English. Okay. Pig Latin. <laughs> okay. Regular English. Compulsive que is no, no. a, okay, okay, okay. Compulsive Eaters Anonymous is a local nonprofit organization that offers help year-round to anyone in our community. CEA is a free 12-step self-help group for anyone who has problems with food, weight, eating, being too fat or too thin, or other food-related issues. What if you're too medium? I don't know. I do wear extra medium. Uh CEA has mediums th- uh, meetings throughout and the. They have, mediums. they have mediums too. Yeah, you, know, you will. Do, I, 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 I am channeling you as thin. And I can see in the future you're going to be into fitness, fitness pizza in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> CEA has meetings throughout the Pittsburgh area as well as phone meetings nationwide. There you go. For more information, please call uh, some number. Yeah. Or point your browser to some website. There you go. And just, you'll find it. You just, like, yeah. I eat too much. Just Google, I eat too much. What can I do? What can I do? And there you go, Compulsive Eaters Anonymous. Hey, we're going to get to a really cool tune called The AARP Is After Me from this great reissue of a Drywall album, which was a Stan Ridgeway and his wife. Let's check his bad boy out. WRCT, Zombo Recapping. Brand new 
Yep, that recaps 2023 of the, the first the first four. Whoop, are we there? Are we there? Are we there? Oh, did my bump? I bumped that. Never mind. All right, let's see here. Um, we got there. Oh, there was something on the end of that. Are you? What are you? What are you watching? We got some weird sound coming out. Needless to say, want to find out who did the voice of Barney Rubble? And uh, I thought for sure that it was uh, uh, Mel Blanc, but uh, portrayed by, ah, wow. Well, they had him in the movie. He was portrayed by Rick Moranis and Stephen Baldwin in the film, but that's not, ah, okay, we got it. The original voice was Dawes Butler. Right. Dawes Butler, the guy who ended up, Dawes Butler was a fascinating dude. So this is an interesting coincidental. So Dawes Butler did like Deputy Dog. He did, uh, uh, who did he did, did he, he do Yogi or or, or Boo Boo? He did he did Yogi he did Yogi Bear he did uh, uh, Quick Draw McGraw right he did he did a whole slew of voices Daz Butler but he was this is crazy you're not gonna believe me you're not gonna see this on so anyway Daz Butler was the original voice of um, Barney Rubble Daz Butler and um, uh, and they originally kind of wanted him to have a New Jersey accent. So there, but then he ended up getting more of a chuckle when um, uh, Mel Blanc, and actually, Dawes Butler took over for Mel Blanc in 61 when Mel Blanc got in that car accident. Mm. So they brought Dawes Butler back. So this is craziness, but Dawes Butler was neighbors with Stan Ridgway. Oh, no kidding. No kidding. And Dawes Butler gave, uh, I, this, this, this is a crazy story, uh, Dawes Butler gave... Um, Stan Ridgway, like an old drum machine he had. And that drum machine was like what they said is because the drum machine was so erratic. Mm-hmm. One of his friends goes, my God, that sounds like a wall of voodoo. Oh, wow. So, so that's, that's a crazy Barney Rubble to, uh, to Stan Ridgway wall of voodoo. I think that that factoid will carry most people through 2024. I mean, democracy's dying. Yeah. I'll but you that will, that will, you can always look back on that and say... That's interesting. That is interesting. I have a reason for living. I do have a reason. Now, now, where are those brontosaurus ribs I ordered? And where are those pictures I'm supposed to see? So needless <laughs> to say, we're going to get into uh, 2023, uh, the second quarter. Um, and you know what I'm doing, right? I'm recapping yeah. all the stuff. Yeah. So some of the stuff, most of the stuff is reissues. Most of the stuff is stuff I found. Because uh, probably about 25% of what I'm playing is actually new music from 2023 a lot of it's the stuff that was reissued or came out as a compilation or box sets or you know they tried to milk more money out of it so this is oh look we got this with extra bonus tracks on it now so but needless to say i'm gonna start off uh the second quarter with some killing joke and uh the guy from you're familiar with killing joke right 80s 80s i'm gonna be playing that at uh cativo that's, that's my. That's, that's a great my, song. I'm going to open with that. That's Even a, though it was ripped off from another song, and Nirvana ripped it off. Really? What was it ripped off from? Uh, I don't remember. But Nirvana ripped not off. lying, but it, it was ripped off that. It's a much slower riff. Yeah, really. Yeah. But I know Nirvana ripped that off from them. Oh, uh, the Damned. I think it was from the Damned. Oh, really? I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Damned did a slower version of like with that riff. Their huh, song. It's a great riff. Yeah, it is. It's a great riff. But needless to say, the, I think the guitarist from Killing Joe just died. Oh, so, really? yeah, his name is Tom Smothers. Yeah, <laughs> he was yeah. a guitarist in Killing Joke. But yeah. no, th- actually, I guess his name is Daz something, but uh, one of the members just passed away. But, you know, that happens. That's a thing. Are, but, you, are, you, are you mourning the, the loss of Tom Smothers? Yes, I am. I am. Tom Smothers was one of my, I was saying earlier, Tom Smothers was one of my comedic um, um, inspirations. The, the delivery 
the dry delivery, the just he kind of had that smart dumb guy thing going. Yeah. Yeah, he's just just br- just brilliant. And and and, and, and you know, a, a great uh insightful, you know, insightful but at the same time very um family friendly. Can I burst your bubble about family friendly? Yeah, oh, what do he do? Mr. Yo-Yo, him and his Yo-Yo? Is there something <laughs> no. about him and his Yo-Yo thing no, I don't his, know? No, his his son became a porn star. Get out of town. Really? Look it up, Tom Smothers Jr. Wow, tell, let, let me look that up. Tom Smothers Jr. Really? It's a real name, but it sounds kind of like a porn name, too, doesn't no, it? Like so, Tom Smothers? No, Dick Smothers. Or Dick Smothers. Smothers. No, no, I'm sorry. Dick Smothers. What? His brother. His Wait, son. Dick Smothers. No, Dick Smothers died, right? Or was it Tom? Tom just died. Oh, Dick Tom's, Dick... Tom Smothers died. His son was a porn star. Wow. What? Did he use the name Tom Smothers Jr.? Yeah, I think so. Wow. That uh, that had to go a long distance. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be doggone. I think so. Maybe it was Dick. Maybe it was Dick's mother. Oh, now you've got me all confused. Okay, so so uh, their their reputations are still. I think it was Dawes Butler. (laughs) (laughs) You besmirched. There's always somebody besmirching somebody when they're when they're dead. Always getting besmirched. We're going to get to the. I'd rather not get to the bottom of this. Just to be (laughs) honest with you, let's get into the Killing Joke tune. A new day from a Killing Joke. Because that's the thing. When somebody dies, they reissue all their stuff. Yeah. Here's a new day by Killing Joke Zombo in your brain with the Melnick WRCT.
All right, there you go. A new day, killing joke. And it was Dick Smothers Jr. So it was Dick Smothers Jr. And I guess uh, Dick Sr. is very, very religious. Oh. But uh, they said, listen, yeah, it's kid, whatever, and whatever. And Tom was like, cool. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, needless to say, that was a new day by Killing Joke. Johnny Dowd, if you're too familiar with Johnny Dowd, really, uh, this is, the dude is just, uh, he's like an avant-garde Neil Young. This is uh, the guy from Killing Joke? No, no, no. Johnny Dowd. Oh, the, the yeah, next, that's what I mean. The next thing I'm going to play. Oh, okay. Yeah, next thing I'm going to play. Uh, he actually was in town, believe it or not. I didn't even know this. He was at some brewery. I didn't even know this. He's from, uh, originally from Ithaca, New York. And he started his career out when he was 50 years old and just puts up these crazy alternative country records that are unlike anything you ever heard. And I know when I, I and I'm really into it, but I remember one, one of my friends playing, I was playing this for him, he goes, this guy sounds like Brack from uh, Space Ghost. Was that, who did the voice of that? Dawes Butler? Dawes Butler did that, Shorty. <laughs> Shorty. Barney, Barney Rubble, by the way, in Spanish, his name translated to Paul Marble. Paul Marble? Yeah. <laughs> it's sort that? of a trade up there from rebel to marble i would say i think so the interesting thing is what are those things that they say it looks like something else and you think it's something else but it's not uh something that looks like it's something else but it's not yeah for example like the flintstones they actually had showed the flintstones then they spell it without the t where it's the flintstones and you have a hard time deciding if it really was the flintstones or the flintstones or kit kat Sometimes you think, oh, they have a dash in the KitKat or there's no dash in the KitKat. And they'll show you that. It's some weird trick with your brain where something you think is the right way really is not the right way. I, I, isn't, that whole, isn't that life in general? Life in general. Thank you very much, life in general. I was, I was hoping you would know the scientific terms, sir. I, I don't. I mean, all I know is that, I, that I, I was promised a lot of things as probably you were when you came into this world and like none of them came true. They all came true, sir. You're just on the wrong side of the railroad tracks, my friend. <laughs> let's see. How do you spell that? Uh, is there a silent T in there? Yes, there is, sir. All right, let's Railroad get... Railroad tracks. Railroad tracks. All right. Uh, right now, uh, Johnny Dowd, but he comes out with an album a year. And actually, he came out with another album after this. This is an album called Homemade Pie. It's pretty creepy stuff, but I dig it. Would you call it outlaw country or like psychobilly or something else? This is avant-garde. This is like avant-garde of avant-garde country. You'll, you'll listen to it. It's unlike anything any human else can do. It's just, it's, it's creepy cool. Remember? 
the beat They're gonna have to shout And turn it inside out The world is gonna know What it's all about What it's all about What it's all about Work with one another So I am going to test your one-hit wonder um, abilities. Okay. okay. That was that song was called Sasquatch, and it was off a, a reissue of a band called the Polecats. What were the Polecats uh, one-hit wonder? Uh, Produced by Dave Edmonds. Okay, Polecat means uh, skunk in Europe. It's a kind of skunk. So no, I guess you skunk me. No, I don't I, know. I, I, I don't know. Oh, make a circuit with me. 
You generator, oscillator, oscillator, make a song. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have not heard that song in like half a lifetime. Yeah, there you go. And that was once in a lifetime. So uh, there you go with that. So that was, uh, they reissued a bunch of Polecats uh, stuff, which was kind of nice to, to visit. But yeah, their, their hit was, uh, and it was a great little rockabilly tune. Yeah. Uh, make a Circuit With Me. That was a, that was a really nice little number. Uh, we are into the second quarter of uh, 2023, uh, recapping everything. And uh, we're going to get to one of your favorite phrases. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I can't pay for that. Ay caramba. Ay caramba. Okay. Yeah, ay caramba. Vaya. What, is that, what does that translate into? Ay caramba. Like, oh, darn it. Oh, darn it. Yeah. Uh, really? Just, oh, yeah, darn. pretty much. Okay. But caramba, what is caramba? I'm sorry. Ay caramba. I dissatisfied you. What's caramba mean? I don't know that it has an exact translation. Oh, man. I know you can't rumba in a sports car. Elvis said that, but I didn't know about that car rumba. Yeah. It's a car rumba. Uh, let, me, let me get my dictionary out. Stay on the air. Keep talking until I look this up. All right. We're going to find whatever. out what, car- you don't know what caramba means? I just always heard it as like, I caramba, kind of like, oh, zombo. Oh, zombo. Oh, zombo. I caramba. Okay. All right. This is I caramba by Los Tiki Phantoms. We're going to find out what caramba means.
And that was Paul Marbles with that one. Uh, AKA Barney Rubble. No, that was the Mo- Monumentos. And uh, they did a thing called uh, Las Las Cowabungas. And the song was Monumento. Before that, we heard Holly Go Lightly, I Can't Be Trusted. The Thunder Chiefs with Cry of the Thunder Chief. Um, wow, long set there. Combustible Edison from a, a nice little 45 they just re released by Blue Light. Uh, that band hasn't been around in 20 years, but uh, actually, uh, that was uh, the I played the songs by the band called Christmas. They went on to become Combustible Edison. They were huge for a while. They did uh, soundtracks for uh, some, uh, actually a movie called Vertigogo. That's right. They did the soundtrack for that. Uh, they were the thing for a while, and then they just kind of combusted. Yeah. I think they imploded. And we started that set off with Los Tiki Phantoms with I Caramba, which Caramba, I, I could not find the definition. I means yes, right? A-Y. I mean, it's kind of more like like O. Oh. Okay. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so we'll never get to the bottom of of where the Karumba started. Oh, Kawabunga or Karumba. Uh, that was Kawabunga. Uh, Kawabunga was a surf term. Uh, right. You, you know, fun fact about me. All right. I rarely get personal on the radio. Yeah. Oh, you're going. Okay. Well, fire okay. away. I had a poster of Snoopy surfing with the words coming out of his mouth saying Kawabunga when I was a teenager. What did you get that from the book fair? Uh, Don't you remember what the book fairs were all about? No. Okay, there was a neat thing. They had a thing. It might have been, might have been a Catholic school thing. But they had a thing called the book fair. And the book fair was they gave you like this little pamphlet or a little thing. And you could order like posters or like paperbacks. And you could order stuff. Was, I just remember the cheap paperbacks that you could order, like the scholastic books. Those were, yeah, that's those were at the book fair. Okay. But you could also buy posters. And I remember my poster, a bit of personal thing. It was a, I was really into the Silver Surfer. And what it was, it was a, it was a, it was a, it wasn't the Silver Surfer. It was a, it was a, a, a sun and then like a body kind of like flying, like a silhouette, like uh, a Nicarus kind of thing. Uh huh. I don't know why I like that poster, but that, that was the poster I had. You had Snoopy, <laughs> and I had the, I had the flying, I had the flying knockoff of the uh, Silver Surfer. But I remember that was a, that's so weird posters, putting posters in your room. So that's such an odd, you know, because you can't afford artwork when you're a kid. You can't afford artwork when you're older, but I'm saying the whole idea of like, that's just like a, a poor, a poor man's artwork. Let's put these posters up. Cause yeah. I never, I never, did you have any, I didn't have any, like uh, my brother put a Bob Dylan, I mean a Bob Dylan poster and a Jimi Hendrix poster, but I never really put posters no, up no, I, bands or, or like Farrah Fawcett. You're, you're not like really that. asking me if I put a Bobby Sherman poster up, are you? Uh, that, is that where you're leading? Is that where you're leading? I, I can, I, I can I, neither I, confirm nor deny reports that I put up a picture of Bobby Sherman, a poster of Bobby Sherman in my room. Did you like him? No, no. It's just a, it's, it's just a thing. Uh, See, yeah, I probably, I think, no. You know what I did? I remember now. It was like I did a Johnny Rotten on it. I hate Bobby Sherman. Oh, scrolled okay. across. He's a policeman now. You know that? I think I did know that. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know it now. Now, and, now you know it. And well, although he's passed on, and now he's in the place where uh, David Cassidy, name? Tom Smothers is, and David Cassidy, uh, Ken Osmond was Ch- a policeman. The oh, guy really? who played, uh, what's his name? Eddie Haskell. Eddie Haskell. He yeah. became a policeman. Yeah. You know, there was that whole thing going on. They thought he was John Holmes. Yes, that's true. That was that whole I thing. I mean, not that, it, yes, that, that thing that was going out, on was true, not that it really was true. But then they found true. out it was actually Dick Smothers' son. <laughs> let's, let's, well, let's, what a porn name, Dick Smothers. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. yeah that, you're born for pornography for that. You're born for that. I'm so sorry. Uh, what's this on your resume, Dick Smothers? Sorry, we don't need you as a computer programmer here, but you should go over to this other office. I think they can really use you. 
So uh, we've got uh, time for a couple more. I want to play uh, Vitamin L, which is uh, Mary Kay Place. And uh, what, what was her name? Loretta Haggers. Loretta Haggers on Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, Mary yeah. Hartman. And uh, Norman, that was a Norman Learshaw show. I don't know if you ever watched Mary Hartman. I did. Uh, and, uh, wasn't, uh, what's his name on it? Uh, Martin Mull? He ended up going to Fernwood tonight in America tonight. Oh, that's right. He was, Bar- uh, he was Garth Gimble or Barth Gimble. He was yeah. twins. <laughs> Impaled by a Christmas tree. Right, what exactly. What a great show. What a great, crazy show. Fernwood tonight, yes. Fernwood tonight. Or that. So anyhow, let's get a, they actually tried this, actually came out because she was actually a, a, um, had a recording career uh, for Mary Hartman. Mary Kay Place as Loretta Hager is doing Vitamin L. Uh, Zombo and Melnick here recapping the second quarter of 2023 and we're going to continue that till uh in uh, to next week so let's just knock this bad boy out by the way don't forget uh at cativo uh tomorrow night i will be djing uh the upstage reunion they'll be playing some tasty dark wave and goth dance stuff along with some of the other incredible djs there's six djs and these are all the djs that did 80s all through uh the 80s 90s and 2000s at a great club uh, in oakland Called, uh, the Upstage and the Upstage reunion is going to happen tomorrow starting at 8 o'clock. You should get there at 8 o'clock because that's when I start. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. And then next weekend, Friday is going to be uh, Polka Maniacs with the debut of their female singers, the Pepper Sisters, which is going to be awesome, uh, at Moondogs. And that is uh, Friday, the uh, January the 5th. That's all you need to know. Here's Vitamin L, Mary Kay Place. <laughs> Sun. 
All right, we are getting the show uh, finished up here, me and the Melnick. Uh, this is the Buff Medways doing uh, Medway Wheelers. we got one more tune after this, and it's a neat version of uh, working in the coal mine, the Alan Toussaint. He's dead, right? Alan he Toussaint. is dead. Yeah, Where, he, was from New, he was a New Orleans guy, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. There you go. I'm just dead. You know, and if, 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 you know, if you had a porn name and you were from New Orleans, you'd be Alan Toussaint. There you go. Okay. I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, man. What do I look like? Mr. Wikipedia? What do I look like? Uh, Barney Rubble? That's right. Paul Marbles? Paul that's Marbles. A, that, that sounds like a porn name. Paul Marbles. <laughs> hey, bring in Paul Marbles. <laughs> or no, better, better yet, a mob name. Where's Paulie Marbles at? <laughs> the guy ain't got all his marbles. So, uh, yeah, they just uh, strawberries, uh, strawberries. Yeah, He's got yeah, this guy, the, the, the porn guy, yeah, or no, like the, the, the mobster who plays the marbles. Yeah, the, the strawberries, the strawberries. No, that's Kane Mutiny. Yeah, I know, but it's like it could be a mob guy, mob guy too. There could be, there could be, couldn't there? Anything can happen in this wild universe. All right, we got one more tune to go. It's by somebody and the sun. It's by someone and the somebodies. That's the name of the band. Really? Yeah, and uh, it's their version of working in a coal mine. You've been hanging out with uh, Zombo and Melnick here. Let's dig this bad boy. Check this out. WRCT in the Pittsburgh. Yes, sir. 
Well, Mr. Melnick, I'd like to thank you for coming in. Thank and having, you. And having a good time and uh, a relatively good time with us. And uh, yeah, like I'm saying, just that was uh, somebody and the someone and the somebodies with their version of working in the coal mine, Ellen Toussaint song. Yeah. So, uh, recap in 2023, and uh, we remain in your brain. Thank you, Mr. Melnix. Thank you. Back to the coal mines for us. Yes, I remain in your brain. WRCT in the Pittsburgh.